If you've been feeling that there's more to life than just the daily grind or an endless striving for material success, if you know that there is a deeper calling inside of you that you haven't fully stepped into yet, now is the time to step forward on your path. No matter what is happening in life, there is a sacred place within you, a place where you can access the abilities of your soul to heal and transform the energies within and around you. This is the gift of Reiki, and if you resonate with what I'm saying, then it's calling you. Reiki is a gentle but powerful path of healing and transformation. It shows you how to unlock the doors to your inner world and find that sanctuary within that has unlimited access to healing energy for your physical, emotional, and spiritual bodies. On June 6th and 7th, we'll show you how to access this tangible healing energy so you can heal yourself and share it with others. Whether you want to balance your chakras and clear your aura of unwanted energies, help your children or family when they're struggling emotionally or physically, balance your emotional and mental states for better well-being, or clear old patterns and past life trauma from your energy. Our in-person Reiki 1 and 2 certification class is a two-day class that will help you do just that. It isn't just an education, it is truly an awakening. Even for those who have never considered the path of energy work before, let this be your sign. Reiki is more than just a practice. It is a journey of heart, reconnecting you with the depths of your own soul and its potential. It's about connecting with yourself in the most profound, meaningful ways possible. So if you're feeling the call, if your heart stirs a little at the thought of embarking on this journey, join us on June 6th and 7th for our Reiki 1 and 2 certification class. Embrace the opportunity to transform, to heal, and connect with the essence of your true self. Spaces are limited so everyone can get personal guidance and support so you can save your spot today and let's embark on this beautiful journey together. Visit our website at sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. That's sedonamedium.com forward slash inner peace. Accepting help is critical to fulfilling emotional relationships and also to allowing spirit to help you too. If you have trouble asking for help or receiving help, it's time to get out of limitation and expand to receive. Welcome to the Modern Life and Spirit Podcast, where we explore spiritual topics relevant to today's world. Your hosts, certified psychic medium, Christina Wooten, and Reiki master teacher, Robert Wooten, break down how to work with spirit to create more positive growth in your life. Consider this podcast your go-to spiritual resource for navigating the modern world. Hey there, kindred spirits. Welcome to Modern Life and Spirit Podcast. This is Christina Wooten, certified psychic medium at SedonaMedium.com. I'm recording today with Robert. Hi, Robert. Well, hello. I'm Reiki Master Teacher Robert Wooten from SedonaMedium.com also. Beautiful. Today, I wanted to talk about how important it is to not separate ourselves away from 
the love, the generosity, and the abundance that the universe and our relationships have in store for us. The universe would love to show us the depth of our beautiful connections that we have, the synchronicities, the generosity that it wants to share with us. Our relationships, both our friendships and the people in our life would love to be able to generously show their love and their care and their compassion for us. But are you accepting it? Or are you allowing yourself to be like an island, separated away from all the other landmasses saying, no, I don't need help. Someone offers to assist you or says, hey, can I do this? Nope, nope, I got it. Don't worry. I'm okay. Or no, it's okay. I've got it. And yet silently on the inside, you're so tired of doing it all on your own. You're exhausted. It's wearing you down. You sometimes even feel resentful because you're like, gosh, why am I carrying all this on my own? Why is it just me? But at the same time, every time that olive branch, that hand is extended out to you, you're going, no thanks, and smacking it away. I feel like you're talking directly to me. On the I am looking at you, aren't I? I am exactly staring yes, you at you are. as I have this <laughs> Because conversation. I am the worst at this. When we were talking about doing this podcast, I really had to swallow just a minute and say, I, I hope I can get through this podcast because this is a problem I really, really have. And I've really searched deeply as to why that is. I'm terrible at delegating. I'm terrible at asking for help. And it's not that I don't want the help. I don't I don't know. We'll have to get into the heart of why it is I won't accept help whenever it's offered to me because I really feel this very personally. I don't know if it's something that I just feel like asking for help is a burden to someone else. I, I think when I was a young child, I lived with my great-grandmother, and she was very much that way. She would much prefer to do something on her own, but she got to an age and into a, a state of health where she had to ask for help, and I saw that that was very hard for her in the beginning. And yet at the same time, from an outside perspective, I could look at that and go, that's just her finally being forced, if you will, by the universe mm -hmm. into allowing people to give back to her after she had given so much. And so I'd say, having seen that from that perspective, other people perceive and see that different than how we see it. So when someone comes to you and tries to offer help and you refuse it, that feels different to the other person, doesn't it? Because when you offer help to someone, it's because you want to help them. Mm -hmm. But whenever it's offered to me, I feel like it's going to burden them in some way if I accept it. There's a big part of me that understands that that's not the right response and it's okay to receive help. And I've really worked hard on learning how to do that more. And I still have a long way to go, I know. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. But it kind Agreed. of also seems like it's overcoming a lifetime of conditioning of being self-reliant. So self-reliance can be empowering and it can be encouraging, but it, to an extreme where you get to the place where you're rejecting and slapping people's hands away and going, no, thank you, then you're not allowing yourself to be a part of. If we look at the world, the universe, like a web, you're going, nope, my strand is right here. I'm not going to make any connections. <laughs> I'm just only going right. to give out mm -hmm. connections, but I'm not going to receive. And it's almost an ignorance of 
the process. And when we look at spiritual development and coming into a different level of consciousness, we are recognizing that there's the difference between separation and connection. And when we go into this extreme self-reliant place, we're not in balance. We're not being a part of the greater connection that's there. We are refusing abundance. We're stepping away from generosity. We're sending all of these unconscious messages out into the universe that says whenever the universe wants to give us a gift, they're looking at our behavior and go, well, she's not going to take it anyway. I'll come back when she's ready, mm. when she shifted that mm. energy. Mm-hmm. And so it has these powerful implications in all of these other areas of life. And what I find fascinating, I've I've also struggled. I've worked a lot on the, now I'm accepting help. But that was not, so, it's a skill. You know, you learn how to do it. Wasn't something I was good at. And one of the things that I think is important is how lonely it feels to be the island, to say no, go all the time. I've got it. I'm going to do it by myself. And there's a denial of our own special sacred place in the universe. We're denying ourselves love. We're denying a greater connection between those people in our lives who want to share with us, who want to build intimacy with us, the opportunity to have that special kind of relationship where we give. I was thinking about, and this is a holiday-specific example, so apologies if that is offensive, but I was thinking about Christmas. Imagine you're sitting around, there's a Christmas tree, and there's all these beautiful gifts under the tree, and several of them have your name on it. And so whoever's playing Santa Claus you know, pulls that out and says, oh, here's a gift for Robert. You go... No, I don't need any gifts. No, thank you. No, thank you. And there's like five under the tree that everybody's taken all this extra time and picked out with joy, with love in their heart. They can't wait to share it with you. And you won't even unwrap it. You just go, no, thanks. Mm. No, I'm good. How hurtful that would be on the other end. And I think sometimes we don't realize how we think, I don't want to be a burden to someone. I don't want to cause unnecessary drama or hardship or challenge for someone because of whatever's going on in my life. You're trying to shield them. But really, when we see the opportunity to give and to share and to show love and to be in connection with one another as a tremendous gift that we're giving that person also, wow, it changes our whole worldview It changes that message that you're sending out in the universe that I'm not in separation. I'm not in separation from the gifts that the divine wants to give me through other people. I'm not separate from allowing myself to receive nourishment, to receive love, to receive care. Sometimes people will come to you unsolicited and offer help. And there are occasions if a person does that, then I probably will accept it if it's they just come up to me and just say, hey, let me help you with that. I have learned to understand that as a gift and take it that way. It is the other side of being in the middle of something or starting something and realizing this is going to be really hard if I try to do this by myself, mm-hmm. but I'm going to try. And, and at, there's a point where you should say, it's okay that I go ask for help to, to get this project going or to get this thing that I'm trying to go going. And and I really should have learned that in the military because they really work very hard in the military to teach you that you cannot do some projects by yourself or some, some things by yourself. They make you carry like logs around or you'll carry things, mm-hmm. heavy things around that no one person can do by themselves just to teach the core element uh, that, that it is necessary to, <laughs> to solicit help to get 
the most effectiveness out of what it is you're trying to do. Well, I like the the idea of that made me think of ants. Right. These yeah, little absolutely. tiny little critters, man, they can tear up something, <laughs> tear right. it apart in a short period of time with each of them just taking and doing a little bit. Right. And so what if we collectively, what could we achieve if we each allowed ourselves to carry what we could carry and shared and supported other people and allowed them to share and support us when we were in need as well and didn't look at it as a deficiency, didn't look at it as a burden, weren't mm-hmm. afraid to be vulnerable, were welcoming the experience to be beyond just ourselves and to see what the generosity of the universe is. So if you are struggling with abundance, if you've been trying to manifest things, if you are secretly so sick of doing things on your own, or if you feel like you're the fixer all the time for everyone, for everything, and you are resenting that experience, look at where you are allowing yourself to accept help and where you are refusing the gift, where you're slapping the hand away, And instead, let's shift that narrative. Let's shift the story. One of the first steps to correct this imbalance, to living as the island versus being a part of the greater web, is trying to understand where your no comes from. What is it that is behind that impulse? Or what is the belief system behind the impulse to smack that hand away? Because you may automatically just say no before even somebody's had a chance to, you know, ask to support you in some way. You may just automatically say no, no, no. So exploring what is underneath that. Because it's very hard to change a behavior if you're not first changing the belief system, the definition the pattern within yourself. So explore where this belief or this definition is coming from. What's that impulse? Where is that no coming from? It may be that you grew up in an environment where if you asked for your needs to be met, you were shamed or maybe you were made to feel bad or like you were a burden to someone or maybe the adults in your life were not able for their own personal reasons to prioritize you, to be there for your needs, to support you. Perhaps they had alcoholism or mental illness or other things that were happening around them that made it very difficult for them to be fully present with you. Or maybe you were rewarded for sacrificing your needs, for getting smaller, for shrinking in some way. Maybe you saw a family member who was exalted for martyrdom, or they exalted themselves for their own martyrdom. Or I think what's common in a lot of families who are stretched financially is when a family doesn't have the resources to provide is to just avoid asking, avoid asking for things, like I said, shrinking those needs back. Or you may have lived in a neglectful environment, maybe emotionally neglectful, physically neglectful in some other ways. And as a result, your coping or adaptability mechanism was to just become self-reliant. If you're self-reliant, you won't be disappointed if other people aren't showing up for you. So you just realize, oh, it's not safe for me to trust other people. It's not safe for me to allow them to hold me 
in this space, so I better do it myself, so I'm not disappointed, so I'm not let down, so my needs actually get met. So that may be an adaptability response that you had as a young person. We have to look back and reevaluate, is this the truth that I still want to carry forward? Is this the environment? Because you're going to continue to attract those people who won't give to you when you're in this extreme self-reliant place. Because what will happen is they're like, oh, so-and-so's good. They got it. If I ask to help, they're not going to accept my help anyway, so I'm not even going to bother to ask. So you'll create these relationships that become very one-sided, and then it feeds into that same Mm -hmm. pattern of resentment. So understand, dive a little bit deeper into where is your no. Is it you just don't like to feel vulnerable? Why is that? Why does it feel like a weakness for you to rely on other people? Where's the first time you experience that? Go backwards. Have you really processed that emotion? Have you really processed and worked on a deeper level of healing? Have you done energetic healing? Maybe you tried to do mental healing. Maybe you tried to journal through it, but you haven't done the energetic cleanse and release that needs to happen in order for us to move fully to the next level, to let go of that old, old paradigm. Or gosh darn it, maybe you just really have difficulty (laughs) giving up control. And you know that if you say yes to accept someone's help, it means that you are potentially compromising in some way. So you have to look at that as well, that ego controlling need. One of the things that we try to do is turn your lens to look from different perspectives. And I think that that's a valuable thing to do here is to look outside yourself. So like what you were saying is if someone were trying to give you a gift, a physical, literal present, and you refused it, and oh, no, I don't need anything. You don't have to give me a present. If you turn that around and you see how that other person feels Mm -hmm. about that, or if you were in that position yourself where you were trying to give someone a gift or a present and they refused it. It's such a privilege to be in a position to be able to give and to show our love and to share with the people that are closest to us. That's where we strengthen the connections within the strand of the web of life. And so when you are rejecting that, it it hurts us because it, it really creates a, a smallness in what you're able to accomplish. Right. You're frustrated about why you're not making the big splash and the big impact in your life that you want to be making, why your career is stunted, why these relationships, you don't feel like you have a good support system. Take a look from a deeper lens. Mm -hmm. Why aren't you making the impact that you want to make? Are you staying small? You think you're being big because you're, oh, I'm so self-reliant. I'm so in my trauma response. But that's what it is. We're in the trauma response. So we have to move out, expand into a different level of healing. What you're going to accomplish as a single person is so small and minuscule compared to what you could do as a team of people together. Right. It's being able to expand to everybody take a little bit. You know, you're not going to be running on fumes. I mean, it's so much more that you can give and you can create when you lean on other people in that way. But however we show up in certain areas of our life always expand and are demonstrated in other areas. So if you're playing it small in your life, if you're trying to be the island, you're trying to be in that, you know, trauma response perhaps, instead you're limiting your impact. 
you are small within your single strand and you're not expanding your energy out. You can't touch other people. You can't share and network with others when mm-hmm. you are being the small, tiny little island. People have to come to you, right? And then if they come to you, you'll go, no, thanks. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh, there's not even a dock on some people's islands. So let's look at level two. So one is understanding where is this coming from? Because you have to shift the belief You have to turn it around and choose to adopt something new. So recognizing there's got to be some sort of internal motivation inside that says, I want to make a bigger impact. I want to be more in balance. I want to stop being resentful that I'm doing it all by myself. And I feel like I'm doing it all by myself, which is no surprise because I'm constantly saying, no, I got it. So find your motivation. Discover what that definition or that belief needs to be shifted. And here's the second part is consider it like a yes day. Your ability to receive, to connect, and to truly share with other people, to move from independence to connection, to move from separation to connection, is a skill that you can get better and better and better at. And yes, it will feel so uncomfortable in the very beginning, the first time where I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna accept help because I know I really need to. It's like feeling it's such a pattern. It was so against my paradigm that I felt like I was being skinned alive. Because my definition was that I was the helper. And I was the healer. And I had to understand that by allowing other people to be there for me, that I was giving them an opportunity to be there for me. And I was deepening our connection and our emotional um, sensitivity. We were able to go to deeper and deeper levels. I had to shift that paradigm within myself. So, yes, you may feel like you're just being skinned (laughs) the first few times. Here's my challenge to you. The next time that opportunity comes up where somebody says, well, can I help you with the kids? Can I run to the grocery store for you? you know what, I have this here at my house, can I bring it? Or, oh, what do you want me to bring to this meal? What do you want me to bring to this event? Say yes. Say yes. Yes, and I'd love that. Thank you so much. I'd be so grateful if you would do that. Thank you for even offering and volunteering. That means the world to me. This is what I need. And I want you to share what you really need. And maybe somebody offers something that isn't exactly what you really need the help with. Practice saying, you know what? This is what I need help with. And I want you to practice with those relationships that are the most important to you in your life. The people that you know really love and care about you. And that would love nothing more than the opportunity to truly give to you. To share some of the love that you have given to them as a giver. And would love the opportunity to give that back to you. So practice saying yes. Consider it like a an assignment that you can't get out of. You have to. And I want you to remember that the universe is watching. They watch every time you smack that hand away. It's watching every time you say, no thanks. And going, oh, she's not open for that abundance. She wants to play it small still. She wants to be that island. No thanks. So keep in mind, when you start to say yes, and I'd love this, then you open up to receive the generosity and the gifts of the universe because the way the universe works, it works through other people. So it's really, really hard the more and more you separate yourself to really feel connected on a deeper level and feel safe within that connection. 
This also plays into how you develop your intuitive abilities in your relationship with your spirit guides. Most people know that their spirit guides, well, maybe not most people, the people who listen to this podcast (laughs) know that your spirit guides are there to help, that they'd love nothing more than to offer you support encouragement, messages to help create clarity, understanding, and direction and guidance in your life. But how many sit down every day to receive those messages? They know that resource is there. You know that that wisdom is there. You know that the benefits are only going to help you. And yet somehow, you don't have that five minutes. Nope, I got to go do this. I got to go do this. I got to go do this that there's a deeper symptom of not accepting the greatest help of all, the help of our spirit guides. So if you have trouble asking for that help, if you feel like a burden when you ask your guides for something or like, oh, you know, they've got so much to do. They don't, they don't need to be helping me with this little trivial thing that I'm struggling with. You know what? If you're struggling, it's important and it's important to your guides. Your guides would love to be able to help you. But you have to allow that space so that they can help you. Or maybe you're just feeling guilty once you receive help. You're like, oh, gosh, then that shame comes in. It's important to allow yourself to be loved. Allow yourself to be given to. Not just in the people in your life, not just with the universe, but also as ambassadors of the universe with working with your spirit guides. So as we close today, I want to remind you how important it is to let go and release the idea of just being the island, of being this person who can make it happen, this independent, self-reliant person. I'm going to ask, does that serve you any longer? The more and more you go along your spiritual journey, the more and more connection is important. The more we expand, the more we see these opportunities from a lens of love and realize how limited and small the ego and our trauma responses are. And so I invite you now to lean into, if you're an island, create a dock. (laughs) Allow yourself truly to begin the process of receiving the love and the support that you deserve to receive. All right, everyone, sending you love, many blessings. Have a great week. See you next week. The Modern Life and Spirit podcast is for informational purposes only. The information provided is not intended to provide medical, psychological, legal, or financial advice. Information provided is not to diagnose or treat any medical or psychological illness. To read the full disclaimer, see SedonaMedium.com.